R I I so R we did I beat as Iran. Iran. Yeah, it's back Iran. Twenty seventh. Okay. Yeah. The Islamic Republic of Iran is what that's Okay. Yeah. The uh the game against the Czech Republic was actually it was it was pretty pretty close until the late third. And then <laughs> we just put it on them in a bad way. We were just like, hey, Durant, do some stuff. I mean, Durant had already been doing stuff. Like, at yeah. that point, he was, like, our leading scorer or assister and rebounder or something. Um, but we were only up, like, eight. It was, like, 68-60. And then stuff happened. <laughs> was that stuff named Harden? It was named everyone just destroying okay, just everybody Republic just decided best players. Jan Vesely. I do love some Jan Vesely. Uh, don't you? Is he Iranian? <laughs> Is he Czech Republic? He's probably Czech. Czech one, two. All right, I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, just prepare to... Uh, it'll be great. It'll be perfect. Y'all motherfuckers don't watch us play throughout the year, to tell you the truth. I'm gonna be real with you, and I don't care if I get fined. That train is off the track. I feel like you, you can't just like jump through Neptune and be okay. What the show needs is more dogs and bears and chickens and stuff. Yeah, so uh, just prepare to uh, be a watch unbeatable goodness. Welcome, Pacers fans. You are listening to the Undebeatables, your semi-weekly Pacers podcast. Today is August 1st, 2021, and this is episode 539. Coming to you from Indianapolis, Indiana, I'm your host, Joey Gafrida, the man behind the dials and season ticket holder. This show, we're going to discuss the NBA draft and just news around the league. Uh, joining me this show are two of our three analysts, coast to coast, like buttered toast. First, from Indianapolis, Indiana, he's a rent house bartender mixing up the drinks in the crappy jingles, John Colson. What is up, Pacer Nation? What is up, Unbeatables? I think this is one of those hold me back situations. Somebody's a hold me back. Hold me back. I'm fired up. Just get on to it. All right. And from Boise, Idaho, out west, it's our enforcer, John Harper. What's going on, fellas? I'm not. I'm not going to hold you back. I'm going to egg you on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's 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 the that's what always happens. I think potentially sick you on somebody. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> just uh, yeah, you got to like. Stand behind him and just uh, grab him with the, the uh, by his shoulders and just turn him in the direction you want yeah, him to exactly. go. <laughs> Give him a gentle push and let him uh, let him go. Right. Um, before we start the show, I'd like to remind you you can support us uh, by heading over to Patreon.com/slash/Indebeatables. You can support our show for as little as a dollar per month, and we have higher tiers as well that get you um, uh, access to our Slack. And uh, where we could discuss, uh, we'll probably have further discussions of uh, um, the things that we're talking about in this show. Um, 
probably going to have to list some some of the favorite moments of, of some uh, recently departed Pacers in the chat there. So anyway, patreon.com slash undebeatables uh, to, to support us. All right, team. So the, the draft went down a couple of days ago. Uh, Pacers uh, a little bit in the action. Um, the 13th pick, they pick Chris Duarte, and uh, he went Duarte. to Oregon. So Duarte. Is Mr. A duck. Duarte. Mr. He's Duarte. From the Dominican Republic. Um, he so is, a terrible uh, French accent then? Hello, uh, my name is Duarte. Duarte. I tell you. <laughs> Duarte. That's what you got from um, Dominican Republic? Yeah, they're, they're French, for sure. Uh, I'm guessing his French, his French accent is probably the same as yours. <laughs> they speak a lot of French in Dominican Republic. Okay. Um, well, <laughs> he is 24 years old, uh, so he's uh, a little bit older than than most of the people in the draft. Uh, yeah, uh, in any draft since 2007, he's the old, right. he's older than Miles Turner and Sabonis. You know, whatever, it's fine. He's what? just an old dude. Yeah, yeah. He's an old man. He's older than Sabonis and Turner by quite a bit. Yeah. Okay. Um, He's 24. Well, that makes this quote a little bit interesting. He said, uh, "Kid from the Dominican Republic. Not like a lot of kids make it out." Okay. Well, anyway. But adults. So he do. says. Exactly. <laughs> so, None so of the kids one make of those it kids, out. It's a blessing. So yeah, yeah. He's he's very much an adult. Um. um so. You have to be 25 to rent a car, is that right? <laughs> yeah, he's almost there. He's almost he's, there. Yeah. He, he'll be able to rent his U-Haul to, from the Dominican to Indy. Yeah. That's going to happen. I think he lives there still. But yeah. uh. um, So uh, he's actually probably lives out in Oregon with the Ducks, right? Um, he's he's taking that uh, um, train. I don't know. Is, it, is he renting a car? Is he taking a train? I'm, I'm, I'm unclear. I don't know. I'm, I'm unclear, too, because he can't quite yet rent a car. So yeah. you just got to wait on him. Um, so what I'm excited about for him uh, is, one, uh, he's a duck. Two, he's a human. I think your brain stops of like uh, forming at like 25, right? I mean, he's almost a human. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then also, uh, he's the best shooter in the draft. Mm. Like, yeah, he's really good. He's really his good. Num- his numbers are amongst the best in the, in the draft. Kispert was the best. Okay, fair enough. But I'm just saying... This kid is say, legit. He he's going to start. The best. He's going. I'm. I'm saying. I think he's the best in some of the numbers, not from the three point range, but from two. Maybe is that? Am I right? <laughs> ah, come on, give me something. I mean, from the free throw line, he's he's one of the best on something. He's he's a really I mean, good shooter. He's a 24 year old playing with 18 year olds. I mean, of course he's the best at some stuff. Yeah, he's the best at buying booze. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited. Look, we, we picked an adult. Carlisle's not going to start a, play a kid. He's just not going to. We picked a, 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 a man who shoots well and who's going to distribute the ball. He's a great backup point guard, shooting guard. This is, this is, a, this is a savvy pick. In fact, apparently uh, Golden State and uh, New York are still butthurt about it, and they were trying to call us and trying to get, um, trying to get him from us because they thought he'd still be around at 14 and, and whatever – 16 or whatever New York had. So, anyway, this is a good pick for us. I'm excited about it. It's an okay pick for us. What did you want? Did you want upside? Carlisle's not going to 
play upside. That's I not mean, who he they, is. He, he will if he's the best shooter in the draft. Well, he's which one of the we best passed on. Yeah, at he's thirteen, you don't always get the best shooter in the draft at thirteen. He's he's one of the best shooters in the draft. Furthermore, I believe <laughs> that right now Gonzaga is every bit as good as a college program as Kentucky. Right? I mean, they're just that good right now. And creating a pipeline, like I don't know if you can quantify what that's worth, but creating a pipeline to Gonzaga through multiple players that, that it has to have some value. So if you're if you're gonna flip a coin, take the Gonzaga guy. Not only do you know he comes from an organization that has been winning and he's been in those situations, um, I mean, just forgetting even the upside part of it, uh, I, I just feel like there's value there for us. Are you just fired up because we didn't mention uh, Dirk Tay during our, um, our uh, draft uh, preview last week? <laughs> no, but I did say that I would be surprised if we didn't take Kispert, and I am surprised. You're still you know surprised. Who, you know who else we didn't pick? Who was on the board? Moses Moody. Yep, which all the fans wanted, apparently. And I didn't think he'd fall that far. I think he would right. have been an excellent pickup at 13. Yeah. Defensive stopper. He passed on him as well. And like, yeah. look, Duarte, he's a pro. I mean, he's as NBA ready as anyone in the draft could possibly yes. be because he's yes. 24. And so he yes, is Carlisle engaged on every fun. play. He's he knows more what's going on. He's he's NBA ready day one. Well, yeah, because he's 24. Because <laughs> he doesn't have any upside. Because he's already done that work. No, there's right? no upside for sure. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there's upside of the next, you know, whatever, 24 it, to 30. So, is that he your doesn't final have to take roll over him? and die. But right, what so I'm your final is, take is there's no upside. <laughs> no, 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 no. He will evolve over the next few years. No, but won't. yes, this. <laughs> he is what he is. Look, your your peak usually is 26 to 32. He's not there yet. We're fine. I mean, some time in two years. Right. I mean, it takes. It's going to take him a year to get used to NBA level ball too. I mean, sure, he's NBA ready, but he's not going to step out and be an all star. Like right. I said, I just th- this feels like an admission to me of a couple things. One, Rick Carlisle won't want to play rookies, so we didn't draft a rookie. And right. and second, we have this idea that somehow we have to win now. And and, and like I just on some level, I still yeah. don't know what that means. Um, but I do know that, you know. This guy's not going to win you an NBA championship, right? So, I, I I don't understand the pick. Well, okay, okay, but like we just talked about, how he's reasonable, uh, he's good, he can shoot the ball, he can play defense, he's going to be ready day one, and Carlisle will be willing to play him. So, of course, you understand the pick. Like, is he going to win you an NBA championship? No, but nobody at thirteen was going to do that. Well, then why pass over players with better upside for a player with less upside if he can't win you a championship? I mean, is the admission here that we can't hold on to players for the long haul? Is that it? Because I would have thought that even if that's the fear, two Gonzaga guys would help you do that too. A little, uh, little moody. Are you? <laughs> I'm a little kispert, but. <laughs> You're always a little moody. Goodness. Hey, Joe, I'm not even upset yet. Yeah. Well, it's all right. I this got was, me, this was me happy. This was me happy. This was this me was excited so about our draft. <laughs> okay. This is happy, John. What else did we do? Jeez. Well, so... 
this ties into some other stuff that happened uh, around the league. Um, the the Washington Wizards, uh, known and loved by some, I assume. Um, <laughs> Jason's not here. It's fine. Jason's not here uh, to defend them. I don't know that he would. I think, uh, I think he so would. So they send their the, – the, the Wizards send their number 22 pick to Indiana, which – uh, Indiana uh, drafts Isaiah Jackson. Is that? Um, and um, Isaiah Jackson from uh, Kentucky. Um, our friends that were big UK fans say he he, he is not ready now. Uh, he will we'll know we have in a few years. Uh, um, can I, can but, I go ahead and give you um, NBA's? Uh, Report card on him, NBA.com. Sure. Um, sure. So he is a, uh, I know he's he's a, a shot blocker. 6'10", power forward slash center. His pro comparison is uh, Nick Claxton. Um, scouting report, even without a great deal of skill, Jackson figures to carve out a role by running the floor and catching lobs and blocking shots. Uh, the ringer says... Uh, Jackson has a long way to go before he can become a high-level contributor in the NBA. He is an excellent athlete, but his fundamentals, awareness, and strength must improve for him to make an impact for the Pacers. As an above-the-rim finisher, he could contribute as a hustling big who runs the floor and finishes lob opportunities. Indiana didn't need to give up a ton to get him, but this selection will only add more fuel to the Miles Turner trade rumors. Grade C+. Uh, Shades of Nerland's Noel. How do you like Nerland's Noel, Joey? Is he is he still in the league? I believe so. I think he probably plays for New Orleans now, maybe. I f- remember he was in Dallas for a bit, but then there was like some unpleasantness. He's barely hanging on to the league, and this yeah. is the shades of this guy we just traded for. Yeah, oh. and and the. The, the part that I'm leaving out, of course, is that uh, Aaron Holiday was the the uh, the uh, Pacers Ooh. part of that trade. So, Ooh. well, so we, we also are... acquired that trade from Washington, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And so Washington engages with L.A. Mm-hmm. as a part of this trade, and they give up Westbrook for. Uh, Kyle Kuzma, KCP, and what? One other piece? Montrez Hill? Yeah. Montrez Hill. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I knew there was a third. Uh, so a lot going on with that trade. So yeah. Westbrook is going to LA. To the Lakers. To the Lakers. Specifically. Yeah. I have so, lots of emotions, Joey. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things going on here. So let's let's. I want to talk about the Pacers stuff first. So we lost Aaron Holiday for a, a 22 pick, um, who who we flipped into by many accounts. Not that ex- you know the the um, who who is his comparison? Nick Nick, Nick Claxton. <laughs> That's a weird I'm, comparison. <laughs> Yeah. Um, how about how about a Nerlens Noel? Those are his. That those makes are his a be- that makes more sense than Nick Claxton. Sure. So uh, we had all been very big Aaron Holiday fans on this show, and I, I mean, I could tell you 
you know, the fact that he wasn't getting as much playing time for a lot last season was like kind of a bummer to us. I can see that. Yeah, I mean, I can see that if the organization had sort of, you know, not been on Team Aaron Holiday, then maybe they said, "Hey, we have sort of hit hit what we were gonna we're gonna get we got what we got out of this guy, and and we're gonna move on." But I mean. I think he had a ton of upside, and he fit in well. I mean, he was streaky, but like, I thought he was great. Young. Yeah, I mean, I, okay, Joe, I'm just gonna I'm gonna let you know that this is uh, Aaron Holiday is probably my favorite pacer right now. Um, uh, he's I've not waited a pacer. On the, okay, was my favorite pacer. Um, I've waited on him. He's delightful. Uh, he tips well. He also, in my mind, has the clutch gene. He's got the the fu, I'm gonna get this done, Gene. Um, I feel like he's a big game player, and I don't think there's very many big game players on this roster. And the fact that we were like, "Oh, this is the wrong energy for this team. We need to get rid of him, and we'll go ahead and pick up Nerlens Noel when he's freaking 17, because that'll be great for us. Because we don't like winning or hardcore or fu energy. We just want." Uh, guys that aren't going to barely see the floor. So this is how I'm interpreting this thing. Like, look, Aaron Holiday, love that guy. Like, I, I feel like, you remember when we traded Dale Davis for Jermaine O'Neal? I, like, mourned for, like, four or five days. This hurts me like that. Remember when we traded, when we got Al Harrington back and then traded him along with Steven Jackson just to move Steven Jackson? It hurts me like that. This is, this is a top five hurt for me. I'm not okay. Oh. This is bullshit. What did we get? Nothing? We got a 22 pick out of this? It's not like we packaged him with, you know, Miles Turner and got, like, Damian Lillard. I got, I got a 22 pick that's not going to even make the league. That's what I got out of Aaron effing Holiday. I, I mean, my reading on this is slightly more nefarious. I mean, we got Miles Turner's replacement is what we got, right? <laughs> Sure, because that's I mean whatever. Like I've already got the I've already got the sauce on my roster. Like I don't care. What do I care about a seventeen year old kid? Because this guy can actually protect the rim. This guy can be an elite rim protector. Which can he? Which the sauce is not. Yes, he's absolutely he's bouncy as hell. His athleticism is excellent. Okay, but like you know what, Miles Turner can hit a three pointer and also block the most shots in the league. And how many games a year can't hit a three pointer? Look, all I'm saying is that the. You like him maybe right now more than the organization likes him right now. It's maybe my point, right? I just I feel like eventually the Miles Turner Sabonis experiment is going to end, and this feels like insurance for that moment. It feels like we're finally moving in the direction of making a decision on this, and it doesn't look to be going in Miles Turner's favor. I mean, I agree with that, but like I also can say, hey, look, look, we drafted uh, another guard, and like we we we're moving smaller, and we're gonna let uh, well, you know T.J. Warren be the that. right. We're gonna let T.J. Warren be the four or whatever. Like there there are things that could have already made me see this. I I don't really see this guy being better than Miles Turner He's or supposed worth to be better. Well, then why would I give up Miles Turner? Because for, we don't to have need this guy laying around. I mean, for all the reasons that we've talked about previously, we don't need two, three, four centers. We we just we don't need that in the modern NBA. It's ridiculous. Miles Turner yeah, has well, value, but he has more value on other teams than he does to us. 
He's the only guy that played a lick of defense last year outside of Aaron Holiday, and we just trade away Aaron Holiday. I mean, if we're gonna if we're gonna make long term judgments about what the team was last year based upon our head coach, I mean, I, that's a dangerous place to be. I just don't know what the the headspace of Kevin Pritchard is. That he looks at his roster and he goes, you know what, Aaron Holiday was the problem. I'm gonna get this young prospect that's you know maybe in five years might be less talented than Miles Turner. Right? I mean, that's what we're looking at. Nerlens Noel is not Miles Turner. I'm sorry. No, but he's also not Nerlens Noel, just for the record. He's Isaiah Jackson, which we don't know what his ceiling is yet. He's got a lot of work okay. to do. He's unpolished. He's very, very young. It's true. Sure. And I'm just saying. But here's like, the thing. Where, I don't, Turner's, Turner's like upside movement is basically stopped. Right, I agree. He's not I agree with that. He is what he play. is, but he's also he's like a defensive player of the year candidate every year because he's blocking all these shots. I mean, he played what like, fifty games last year. Okay, look, are you telling me you're not mad that Aaron Holiday has gone for nothing? I'm saying we didn't trade him for nothing. Aaron Holiday has gone you, for nothing. I'm telling you why we did. Isaiah Jackson is nothing to me right now. Boy, that's <laughs> really mean to our newest pacer. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Hey, Isaiah Jackson, I'm so glad you're a new Pacer. Hip, hip, hooray. Where, Where is my boy? Where is my boy? He's in Washington? You know what he's going to do? He's going to start because they just traded Westbrook away. He's going to start next to Beal. And you know what he's going to do? He's going to beat us in the playoffs. He's going to embarrass us because he plays harder and works harder than anybody on our freaking squee, our fucking stupid ass squad outside of Derte. So I, I, I will add that. I mean, I agree with some of that, <laughs> but the idea that we can make this, we're, we're making Washington better by helping them submit this. Yes. Trade. A lot. I mean, yes, Aaron holiday is there, but by, not only moving out Westbrook, which I agree is, or I, I would suggest is addition by subtraction. I don't know if you agree, probably. But they also get three Kuzma. really solid players who are responsible for about 50 points a night right. onto their Montrose team. Hale that and, team uh, is so much better. Yep. Now, probably someone else would have stepped in and helped make this KCP. trade if we hadn't, but it certainly hurts to help somebody in our conference as much as we did. And for but this is what I'm saying like let somebody else like why why didn't we give up a second round draft pick for this thing like I just don't understand how we really desperately needed number twenty two and we were willing to give up one of our in my mind one of the players that actually gives a shit also as a brother on this team his brother's probably not happy um I mean you you you'd have to ask him I mean I I think that I think that the reality is that. Uh, both Justin and Aaron are um, they're, they're just smart dudes and they're adults and they get this as a business and they're not, you know, whatever. They, I, I don't think that either of them are necessarily going to hold some huge grudge over this. Do you think, do, do you, okay, do you agree with me that Aaron Holiday is probably going to have a fairly, a fairly solid career? Um, Always hated Aaron Holiday. Backup, Never had anything good to say about him. Backup point guard um, for, you know, for the foreseeable future. And we just didn't have room for him. Like, I just don't understand what's going on in the back office. And I'm just really upset. I mean, I, I don't think that they traded him because they thought he was a cancer in the locker room. I mean, I, I just, I think that that's a, that's a misread situation. I think that we really just wanted that 22 pick. But really, who cares? 
I, I mean, he's our front office good. does. Obviously, he's not that good. Ooh, time will tell. Isaiah Jackson, we really look forward to you being great for us. <laughs> <laughs> this is not. This is not on 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 Jackson. No, no, this no. Is... Of course not. Of course not. He's just a piece of paper right now, and I'm sure he's a beautiful young man, and I'm sure he's going to play great for us. I'm just pissed. And I, you're just, I, the fact you're that nobody is as upset as I am, it really enrages me even more. How are you guys not upset? You, both of you like you both more. of you like Aaron Holiday, maybe more than yeah. I do. I thought you'd be more, ju- more pissed about us probably trading Miles Turner. I just I I, I just can't. I was trying to throw we, you something new. We, that you we haven't that traded him yet. He's still on my team right now. We'll see. You know who's not. Aaron effing Holiday, because Kevin Pritchard's a little bitch. Okay. <laughs> Is this going to be usable? I don't know. Um, I uh, and maybe this maybe this lights a little fire under under Miles Turner, saying, "Hey, we we uh, got somebody who does hired, a lot of the same things." Yeah, we hired a jumpy guy that's not nearly as good as you. It'll be fine. Light that fire. Jump, jump, jump. Um, what do you what do you think about the Westbrook on, on the Lakers Harper Colson you need to take a little break <laughs> Colson's in time out <laughs> do you think uh, you know this takes a little bit of the load off LeBron and and and, uh, and maybe you know even AD is this uh, you know make them more of a threat you know they, they got bumped in the in the first round uh, this past season mm-hmm. and um, you know, I know LeBron's not cool with that. Well, I think ironically, somehow it it puts more load on AD and LeBron and gives them a better chance somehow all at the same time. Uh, <laughs> you know, AD is going to have to play like real five. Um, you know, they're losing fifty points a game during the regular season worth of scoring, and that load has got to be redistributed. Um, and, and we'll see how they stand up to that challenge. Um, but that said, the only thing that really matters to LeBron and probably AD and Westbrook, for that matter, is what happens in April and May and June, right? And these guys are just laser focused on winning a championship. And when you find them in the playoffs and they've got Russell Westbrook, LeBron James, and AD, you may find them pretty tough to beat. Yeah, no, I mean, I agree with that. I, I do think this is a little bit about the regular season, though. I mean, because... Westbrook plays every game like it's the last game he's ever going to play. And LeBron and AD can't do that. We saw that this season, right? LeBron's aged out of that, and AD's too injury-prone. And so if you can get just a crazy Westbrook to win you games you shouldn't win, which we witnessed. We, he, he went off you know, in the fourth quarter a couple times this season against us. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what happened to us in the, in the, um, um, the play-in tournament. You know, like he he can single handedly win a game, and, um, and I think it. this is yes, yes, yes. And I think this is to win them an extra five to seven games this season before they get to the playoffs. Yeah. Would have kept them I, out. I really of, do would have kept them out of uh, you know the play in territory. The play in tournament, yeah. exactly, exactly. I think that's what this is about. And then yes, is LeBron gonna let Westbrook shoot the last shot? No, but is Westbrook gonna you know do what he can to? Make everybody's life hard on the other side, um, you know, running up to the the final two or three minutes. Yes, I think he's, you know, he can't shoot a three pointer, which is part of the problem. But I mean, 
AD can, LeBron can. You're going to put a couple of other shooters out there, although they don't have Kuzma anymore. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, I mean, the idea is I think that this is going to work uh, because because Westbrook's a winner, and I don't think LeBron is going to um, put up with too much nonsense, and that's going to work out. Well, I mean, therein lies the rub. <laughs> I mean, what what LeBron can and can't control in Westbrook's brain hole is, is I mean, it's its own universe. And, look, I, I know that LeBron can police a locker room better than anybody since Bill Russell, probably, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact remains that no one is harder to please in a locker room than Russell Westbrook, probably, too. So it should be yeah. a really interesting season. I expect tons of fireworks over the course of the season in L.A. They will probably get it together just at the right time to make a deep playoff run. But at the very least, we'll get lots of juicy headlines. Well, we thought the same thing about Dwight Howard and Rondo. And we and were right both those guys. both. Well... Both those guys won a championship with LeBron in, in a Lakers uniform. So it, it's doable. But at what cost? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I a lot of LeBron gray hair. If he has any of his own hair <laughs> left, that is. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, hey, there was another, there was another uh, trade a little bit earlier in the week. It was maybe less, less interesting, but uh, could uh, make some waves. Uh, Memphis sent uh, Jonas Valanciunas and the a uh, couple picks to New Orleans for Stephen Adams and Eric Bledsoe. Um, does anybody care about this one? Colson looks like uh, he's confused and <laughs> I'm so, uninterested. Well, Valanciunas is like a real player. And I like uh-huh. Stephen Adams as a as a banger. Um, I I could just I could lose Bledsoe uh, in the back of my couch with some you know, dirty pennies and it'd be okay. Why do they um, gotta be dirty? <laughs> uh, he's just saying his couch is dirty. It, it's yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. it's not a slight on monies ca- or Eric Bledsoe. Exactly. Right. No, no, no. Everybody's fine. Okay. Just my couch is dirty. Okay. So d- d- um, but moral I of the l- story: Don't sit on Colts' couch. That's that's the main right. thing you need to take away from this podcast. Um, I'm just saying I don't care about Bledsoe. I think Stephen Adams is nice, but but uh, but Valanciunas is like a real player. Like I don't know what they're doing. I know they're blowing it up or whatever, but like, why are they blowing it up? They have a young, talented team. Is Stephen Adams and Eric Bledsoe making them better? Like, this is this is confusing to me. Um, I maybe they don't want to pay Valanciunas, but man, they're paying Bledsoe and Stephen Adams quite a bit next year. They and part of that was they that the Memphis is sending away picks from this past draft for uh, better picks next year. So it's a little bit. I mean, but, but I mean, they were they were on the verge of the playoffs last year. They had the play-in tournament, right? Didn't they beat? Didn't they beat uh, um, Golden State in the play-in tournament? Anyway, it was a, doesn't matter. Was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. But my point is, they were right there. And they're a very entertaining young team. And I don't understand why you're taking a step back to take basically what is a salary dump to get draft picks for next year. Like, why aren't you getting better now? You've got John Morant. You've got Jaron Jackson. Like, go out and win basketball games. I mean, 
everybody needs someone as tough as Steven Adams on their team. I mean, they just sure. Do. I, no, I just I do. I like Steven Adams. Like is, Steven is, Adams. Is, is a guy that there's only two or three of in this league, right? Sure, just, I agree. I agree. He's tough. He sets tough screens. He makes guys around him better. He makes sure Valen that Junius was an all star though. He makes sure that your superstar, especially a young one who's maybe not the biggest, strongest guy in the league, okay. is protected night in and night out. Okay, okay. Uh, I, and he's going to set nasty screens and all and, that stuff. Yeah, and if you put a body on John Morant, Stephen Adams is going to put a body on. He's going to be yeah. He's just he going to come and yeah, and, yeah. and and look that that he's has one that. of the last of a dying breed he for sure. He's an old yeah. school dude. He's a great defensive rebounder. I I like it. Um, okay. okay. On the New Orleans side. I feel like Valanciunas is a better fit for them right now. Um, you know, it was Next great to, to have Zion. Stevens out, Stephen Stephen Adams out there um, to try and take some of that load away from Zion. But it's Zion's time now. Um, so get a guy out there who can move the ball around and be a multi-dimensional player in Valanciunas. Shoot a three mm-hmm. and yeah, I, pass the ball. I, I I think it. I think this is one of those trades that makes sense for both teams. I think I think everybody's gonna be happy. And then Bledsoe is just a throw-in. He's a guy that made the salaries work. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. That 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 makes me feel better. I'm okay with this. Yeah. Um, Whatever. Colson, you're you're happy. The fact, the thing that made you the most happy about this that was that Bledsoe was a throw. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, he matters not at all. He, I found him in the back of my couch, and like, we're, that's where we're at. He was sticky. I don't know. Why am I sticky? Why is your couch? Your couch. I'm guessing your couch was already as, sticky. As, as previously stated, do not sit on Colson's couch. Uh Poor blood so. He's a he's a backup. Oh, for sure. Maybe mm. to a backup. Thank you, thank you. I feel better about that. <laughs> hey Joe, when's the uh, last time you saw him play? Um, he's real not good. When he was Rodney he's... Stuckey playing for us. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Sorry, sorry, Rodney. Rodney Stuckey's. <laughs> Being like, what did I do? <laughs> Very little. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Joe, you got a stat of the week? Uh yeah, probably. Let me let me uh let me find that. Um, <laughs> I keep them in a in a play. It, I keep I'll tell you what, I do not keep them uh, behind your couch. No. That is not a, not a safe place. Joey, stat of the week. Uh, I was reading some some articles this week and um, found a uh, article about a plant called the oh, let's see, Wellwichia, and it is uh, native to the Namib Desert in Africa. Yeah, so it's southern southern Africa, um, and. Uh, some of the thing that's interesting about this plant, so it grows in a very, very harsh, uh, a very, very harsh climate. Um, but the thing that's interesting about this is um, some of these plants are super, super old, uh, like three thousand years old, Whoa. and they're st- still alive. Um, they have like kind of like fibrous leaves. But they just kind of live in the dry desert, and um, they, you know, they get chewed on and, and whatnot by animals. But uh, they don't. They just kind of look like a. It looks like a. Uh, kind of just like a. 
It looks like a really sad plant, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you live to three thousand in the desert and see exactly, how you feel exactly. about things? But I don't think they don't. They never look different. They just they always look like kind of dry and withered up. Um, um, well, they they've they've lived longer than our calendar, Joey. Sure, that's true. So I mean, um, you'd probably feel pretty old and withered up too. Right, that's fair. Um, but the, yeah, so the the desert gets where they live is is uh, gets less than two inches of partic- precipitation a year. And, also, participation um, and and yeah, very very little two, participation. Less, <laughs> ve- less than two inches of participation. Uh, <laughs> but enough about you, Colson. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Sorry, that was just, no, no. Just just bring up Aaron Holiday again. I'll jump back in. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, so it has so it grows two leaves total, and um, the name itself means uh, in in Afrikaans the the uh, the local language, the name means two leaves that cannot die. Um, oh wow! I think it's pretty cool. That's very cool. Also, so, Joey, were you making a penis joke earlier? Oh yeah, for me? sure. Oh for sure. damn it! Yeah. All right, to come up short yeah. on the penis. Two inches joke of there. participation. I get it. You're clever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. I, I then I brought up Aaron Holiday as though I don't. I didn't get it, but uh, you know, no. I was trying whatever. to say I'll participate if you bring up my boy, because okay, because you know who's who. I just thought he was getting done. really excited. Is, is, is where I thought you <laughs> got were. my two inches of participation. <laughs> um, you know who got done dirty? No, Aaron Holiday. No. Mm. Okay. Mm. You know who else got dirty? I guess I did know. Who's that? Dirt, dirty. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're just the king of mediocre puns, aren't you? <laughs> well, it took me a while to figure out you were telling me, uh, <clears throat> telling me small penis jokes. I didn't even get it. That means I'm <laughs> off my game. Yeah. Normally, you get them right away. I do. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. like your go-to. It is my right. go-to. <laughs> well, Witchy is its own genus. Ooh. Monotypic. That's cool. Gymnosperm. Gymnosperm? <laughs> Where's Jason when you need uh, him? <laughs> Who needs Jason when we have Colson? <laughs> right. I think it's, I, I, I think it's amazing that, that anything can live uh, for 3,000 years. It's amazing anything can live in the Namibian desert. <laughs> True. Right. Yeah. Of course, is named after the uh, first European to describe the plant, not the people that knew about it for a long time. Of course not. That's it's crazy talk, Joey. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Only white people can name things, Joey. That's uh, a lesson I've been learning. It's big. I feel like it just has to be dormant. Like all, like how can you live for three thousand years? That's nutty. Yeah. Like I thought, giving somebody like an one. orchid was like a lot. <laughs> right. No pressure. <laughs> Don't kill this. What's the? How long do those last? Oh, they 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 like they last for a long time, but like they bloom like like a day out of a year. Like yeah, like, and they're hard to keep like, alive, but they'll live forever. Really hard to keep alive. Suck at it. Yeah, 
Yeah, and okay. I suck. And they're like they all things. Yeah, they live for like twenty years or whatever. Bob. But like, it's just you, if you look at them sideways, they die. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But you, uh, um, I think I remember. I think Connie had one, and she would like put an ice cube on it every yep. so often. There you go. Just leave it alone. Yeah. That's the kind of way you should water it for sure. Two inches. <laughs> these so the the largest the largest one of these is is about five feet tall. So it's a it's bigger than I thought it was. <laughs> You're right there. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. You guys have anything else uh, this week? Any anything NBA related or not? I'm down for whatever. I was I was gonna ask. So it seems pretty. I mean, maybe it's not verified, but it seemed like we were definitely going after Ben Simmons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're still doing that. Yeah, Ben Simmons. You know, no no trade has happened at all. So I mean, it seems like by by many accounts that the Sixers are shopping him to anyone that'll listen. Um, you know, it seems like that there is. I mean, I heard several things. Uh, I heard that there were some discussions with Golden State, uh, but they're like asking for way too much. Like, it, it's one of those. It's one of those scenarios. It seems like where it's very clear that that um, the value is less than they think it is. And I mean, yeah, every team thinks the their guy is worth all the right. money. But if right. they really thought that, why would they be trading him? So they're asking for the moon, and nobody's willing to pay it. And it looks like at this point that our offer of Malcolm Brogdon and First other rounder. stuff, yeah, yeah, and, is is probably Aaron, the and, best. And Aaron Holiday. Yeah, well, not anymore. No, they're going to reacquire him and trade him <laughs> just for Colson. <laughs> and they're going to stare at you the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> we broke him, Joey. I know. What is going on? Why do I need Isaiah Jackson? I don't need Isaiah Jackson. He's never going to play for me. You know who's awesome? Ben Simmons? Aaron Holiday. Oh, Ben Simmons, yeah. Both of those players are more awesome than Isaiah Jackson. So, sorry. Hey, I love you. I'm glad you're on the team. Welcome to the Pacers. <laughs> I feel like I'm so mad. Yeah. I feel like I mean, do I have to become a Wizards fan now? Like am I am I have to no. like like start on no, the Zardcast? No. Don't do this to yourself. Nothing it's, against those guys, but the, uh, so the team itself is it's a mess. But Beal's nice. Actually, I like them yeah. so much better without Westbrook. Just like immediately. Yeah. yeah. No. I mean, come on. Come on. Beal and Holiday is your backcourt? Come on. I would root for that team. Yeah. I mean, you can. Mm. And they got Kispert until they play me. And they got Kispert. And they've got uh, KCP and uh, and Kuzma and Harold. They got rid of old what's his name? Uh, oh, what's his name? Oh, it's a big name guy. Always hurt. Uh, John Wall. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. He's gone. He's he's a rocket he's still. In Houston, I Maybe. believe so. Yeah, yeah. He's the only guy in that team now. <laughs> Oh, no, they have Christian Wood, too, don't they? Mm, sure, if that's a name. <laughs> that's a guy. That's more of a number than a name. Like, he's just like an advanced metrics, dude. Like, he's not even a name yet. 
Oh, man. Ooh, I did not know. Uh, John Wall, his, uh, he has two nicknames on uh, Basketball Reference. One of them, I think, is not a great nickname. It's just Tupac, which mm. is just... Somebody it's else's just, name. I think that's already taken. That's just yeah. somebody else's name. <laughs> yeah. Um, but his other one I really like is Optimus Dime. Mm. That is good. That's actually super awesome. That's Optimus good, Dime. and he does not deserve it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> He's going, What did I do to you, Harper? I mean, he shoots too much. That's the thing. I so. didn't. I mean, he only won me like one, maybe two years in fantasy. That's it. <laughs> for your five-time fucking championship. Well, I'd like to thank, uh, if you're still listening, uh, God bless. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> true fans, uh, true fans. I'd like to uh, uh, invite you to uh, hit us up on social media. You can uh, uh, tweet at us uh at Undebeatables on Twitter and uh, tell Colson how you feel about the Aaron Holiday trade. Uh, are you on uh, Team Colson or Team Pritchard? I guess. Yeah, you know what? Hey, oh, hey, Kevin Pritchard. Okay, eat a dick. Cut his mic. <laughs> Pause for um, edit. <laughs> um, for once and always, <laughs> no, nope. coach. No, not yet. No. We are also on Facebook.com slash The Undebeatables. Our website is TheUndebeatables.com. It's a contact form there. You can use that to send us a message. And um, you can send us an email. Shout out at TheUndebeatables.com. We've also got some t-shirts for sale uh, at the website slash store. I, I don't know that we've had a podcast when I've been this hurt. You know the Dale Davis and the Alan Harrington; those were those were different eras. It's predated the Undebeatables. They did, they did. So um, I'm going to uh, do something special um, for for the closeout. I'm I'm going to say that uh, um, Donnie Walsh was the architect, and uh, Bobby Sucklinard was uh, the once and always coach, and Kevin Pritchard can eat a dick. <laughs> Turn out the lights! The party's over. Leaning in hard. <laughs> you can't edit that out the way I just really did. It. I was working really hard to make sure you couldn't edit it out. Um. You, so uh, hey, mood, if you okay, uh, Kevin Pritchard, my address is twenty one fifty two. Do you remember that, Harper? Yes. Yes, I do. So, so Joey, when we when we were in college, <laughs> I just there was a guy that. Uh, talked a lot of crap uh to the liberals and you know he had a lot of things on his door he didn't actually he said, you know, talk to the liberals he just no, had just quotes lot, on like his a lot of quotes on his door on his whiteboard and he would say a lot of things you know you know work hard and be happy annoy liberals you know stuff like that you know so so i one night thought it was a really good idea and, and harper and i were in this together we were going to yeah. come up with a funny answer and response and um, and I, we were leaving the bathroom because that was his door was between the bathroom and, and and Harper's door, and and I was like, I got it, dude, I got it. Don't even worry about it. I don't. We don't have to come up with anything. I've got this. I'm nailing this. <laughs> and so I said, um, uh, what did I say? Walk, 
Walk softly and carry a big stick. Walk softly and carry a big stick. And then I gave that. I quoted that to um, FDR, FDR, not Theodore, mm-hmm. which was nice. Um, and then um, I said, if uh, my stick is bigger than yours, if you'd like to find out. And then I gave my uh, room number. Which sounds like a come on now that I hear it out loud. <laughs> so he took that as a threat and then contacted my uh, the, the dean uh, to make sure that I was... Uh, Real snowflakey shit to find a message on your door with an address. Well, I was trying not to feel threatening. I was like, hey, look, he'll feel less threatened if I give him my address. He'll know where I'm at. He won't be. It was just a random attack from someone. This is a ra- this is a dude with an address. Yeah. That was my thinking at the time. He's a real fucking snowflake. Yeah, no <laughs> He's at the leading no edge of snowflakeness. Yeah. That he yeah. couldn't handle so anyway, a misquoted FDR quote. <laughs> it was like, misattributed just, and misquoted. Misattributed and misquoted. <laughs> I was so drunk I couldn't get the quote right or attribution right. But and, and, he took it to the D. <laughs> He did. He took it to the end. I, I almost got kicked out of school from this. He was really mad. Yeah, he was really mad. I, I and, really and so, wanted to kick his ass after that. My, my, foot, my, my favorite part was that um, I had to go down and talk to the dean, and they had uh, drawn um, basically a picture of the whiteboard, you know? And, 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 so, and so I said, hey, look, it was funny. Like, I was just being silly. And then they read it out loud to me, and I was like, I mean... I mean, it seemed funny at the time. <laughs> so I had to write him an apology note. And uh, yep. and well, now I'm sure that guy is on every Republican blog post talking about free speech. So <laughs> Right, right, without a doubt. Oh, dear. All right, well, I think that's a wrap. If we fit you yes. more in, it's going to explode. I will definitely edit this tomorrow. I'm sorry for everyone's time. 